The culture that I have in this business is amazing. It's just nothing but respect. And to know that we're doing quality work, we're always going to be working. We're always going to be doing the right thing. And that's very important for any kind of contractor. Hello, and welcome to Coverage, a podcast for professional painters by professional painters. I'm your host, Craig Bunting. I began my career as a professional painter. Now I work for Benjamin Moore as Director of Professional Marketing in support of pro painters. In this series, I'm checking in with some of the best in our business. We're going to hear their stories, things we can learn from, things that make us laugh. Let's get started. Welcome to season three here. My first guest of the season, Benny Maltabano. Benny, how are you? I'm great, Craig. Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, yeah. Pleasure to have you. Thanks for being the first guest this season. So, Benny, I can tell already you're from New York. I am. I am. What gives it away? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take much, man. I'm from the same part of the country, so I get it. I get it. What part of New York are you from? I'm from Long Island. Okay, right on. So you've been, you're a painter, of course, just like everybody else on here so far. And one of the things that, you know, is always really interesting to me, and I think most folks who listen to this is just how you landed in this business, right? I mean, I don't think a lot of us plan to be here, but we are, and we're happy that we are. But what's your path been? So... My father, being in the construction industry early on in my life, uh, always watched him. Him being in the construction end of it was the demo side. So for that, it was kind of the grunt work. That was the tough work. Once all that stuff was done and they started to put up the drywall, started hanging doors and trim and all that other stuff, when I saw the painters, I'm like, wow, this is something that I love. You know, I love the finished product. And that's how I got into it. I mean, that's how I was introduced into it with all my upbringing and the construction, that's where my passion began, basically. I know you came into business 2010, 2011, something like that. Is that when you started the business? 2011. Not an easy time, right? Not an easy time to start a business. What made you make that leap in 2011, even though things weren't all that great? I have a little backstory before actually going into business. Out of high school and watching my father and all this stuff, I went into the school industry. So I I was working as a custodian just right out of high school. And being a custodian and and a cleaner, uh, I've worked my way up to the maintenance uh, field. I needed a secure job. I needed something that I didn't have to worry about any days off and things like that. So I took that on. And currently, I'm still working there 26 years later. But during that time, one of my partners uh, that I work with said, hey, why don't we start doing some stuff on the side? And I ended up marketing to some of the people and soliciting to some of the people in in the uh, school. So some of the administrators, teachers and things like that. And we started painting bedrooms and, and bathrooms and kitchens and things like that. But I was doing it after hours. So it was like tough. It was a lot of work, you know, working six o'clock in the morning and then finishing that and then going to paint somebody's uh, bedroom or something. You know, I didn't get home till eight o'clock at night. So little by little, we worked our way up. I was kind of like the brains of the operation. And I ventured out on my own. Social media started to become really big. And I started doing the before and after pictures and what everybody else is doing. And uh, I just started to be uh, more visible. And uh, I broke off from uh, the the gentleman that I was with. And I still work with him. But I, I went out on my own and got licensed. I got fully insured. And that's when I started my path in uh, 2011. So do you feel like social media was a bit of a launching pad for you? Do you help that kind of put fuel in the tank and got it going? Is that how is that how it went? Absolutely. I mean, that's when Facebook like really started to launch and take off. Yeah. 
what role does it play for your business now? How has it evolved? And, you know, a lot of folks who listen to this are just like you and just like I was at one time, and we're, we're painting contractors, right? So well, our hope is that the things that folks here on here are going to help them with their businesses, right? So what would you say that the change has been on those on those platforms for you over the years? Do you put your kind of efforts into different ones as time's gone on? I mean, what would you say the evolution of that has been for elite painting services? So when I first started with social media, it was it was on my personal page. So at that time, I don't think we were able to create a business page itself. But once that evolved and we were able to create another page, some of the personal Facebook page items were shifted over to the, the elite painting side. And to this day, I mean, I still think consistency is key to anything you do. So always posting and and putting content out there was very important to me. So as we grew into this and now video is huge and it's changed and everybody wants to watch what's going on. And that's where we're evolving. That's where we're putting our effort into social media, especially Facebook and Instagram, With everything going on right now, that's what's really holding on. But consistency is key and and always being in people's face with the right content and doing the right marketing. And I'm grateful to be able to do it organically because I'm not doing any paid ads and things like that. So do you use your employees as the content creators? Is that kind of how it works? Do they they generate it or do you have a, a individual who does it? How do you set it up so you can kind of feed that endless stream that you need of content? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I have two guys, two team leaders that I ask very nicely, hey, can you uh, send some before and afters? If you get on a job site, take some video. And I also have a videographer that we just brought on that is is taking really high-end shots of video and then also finished products, which I think are very important for us. How many painters are you running? Just to give us a sense of of what you're dealing with from a staffing standpoint. I got nine, uh, nine on. I have three teams that go out, so three vans go out. Okay, and do do you break them up into different types? Do they have specialties or are they all kind of generalists? How does that work? They're all kind of general. So each leader has worked themselves up and basically, they're all around. So anywhere from the prep work all the way up to spackling to final painting. So, Benny, I'm thinking about where you are in Long Island. And I know you're very involved in the local community. And that's really important to you and really important to your business. So how do you do that? And what has it meant to your business? And how have you seen it kind of pay dividends for you as time has gone on? Yeah, so in business, it's not always about profit. We always got to give back. And, and I think building a community especially my community, which is a tight-knit community, has been very important to me. Uh, my, my family lives here. My kids go to school here. I try to get myself involved in local community events, and I sit on a, a, the Chamber of Commerce. I do a lot of charitable works for the local church. We have a local farm. This is one of the last standing farms in, in pretty much Nassau County. We've donated a lot of services, and, 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 I'm, and I'm happy to do that and not have to take a profit on it because it means a lot. It's it's something that brings all the rest of the families out there to these places. In the Chamber of Commerce, you know, they vary, right? It's like any other kind of community group. You get some great ones and some that are maybe not as great. So how does yours work? And then if you could give somebody advice who's thinking about getting involved in theirs, where would they start and how would they determine how to get the squeeze the most out of it, if you will? 
Right. So every small uh, town or any township always has a chamber of commerce. You have to do the research. You got to get out there and just look for the local chamber of commerce. Ours is the Malvern Chamber of Commerce. You know, before I became a trustee, I was always involved. I was always helping out. I was always helping set up something, some some type of event. So this Sunday is actually one of our biggest events um, where we set up all our tables, all the vendors set up items. And, you know, we, we try to promote how beneficial the Chamber of Commerce is to the local businesses. And that's what we do. We pretty much expose everybody. We're, we're, we're out there. We're pushing. And for those who are interested in getting involved in one of those Chambers of Commerce, the feedback and everything that you get from them is, is just all positive things. And they're always there to help. We're always here to help. You know, and that's very important for any kind of contractor. I would love you to explain a little bit about this contest you threw together with the vans, right? So I understand that there was a contest locally, kind of a where's Waldo when it comes to the elite van. Is that, am I, am I saying that right? Yeah, you definitely are. It's, you know what, that has propelled my business. It's just amazing. The vans are wrapped beautifully. The guy who wrapped them for me did an amazing job on them and they stand out. And I said, you know what? Everybody likes a free shirt. If you see my van in in front of somebody's house, in front of one of the buildings that we're doing in town or whatever, take a picture of it, share it on social media, hashtag these certain, like my town, Malvern and Elite Painting. And once I see the tag, I will personally deliver you a shirt. And not only were they posting the picture with the hashtags and with the vans everywhere, but I was actually posting the picture of the selfie of me with the person with the shirt. So it was like double, double hit. And I, I probably went through like 300 shirts. It's such a great idea. And it involves the local community. It gets people thinking about your business. It, they're looking for you. Yeah. Right. I mean, they got, they got their eye out. It's kind of a fun thing. You meet new people. So it's a win for, for absolutely everybody. And, and I mean, what was your all in cost on that? that right? it, it was like n- nothing. It was literally like 400 bucks, not even, <laughs> but to be honest with you, I was I was in other t- like I was getting text messages from people that were in uh, other towns saying, "Hey, I just saw your van on the road." That's so great. I'm like, "All right, so it's not just the house. Now it's somebody's road. They're on the road somewhere." It's it's a brilliant idea, and I'm sure you'll see some other people doing that too. I right? had some it's- I had some followers. <laughs> I, bet. I bet you did. I bet you did. I'm, I'm I have a feeling you're gonna have some more. <laughs> You're listening to Benjamin Moore's Coverage, a podcast for professional painters by professional painters. Now let's get back to our interview. I know, so you're 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 also very fortunate in where you are. It's a stronghold for for our company in terms of distribution, and we've got some fantastic retailers out on on Long Island, certainly all around the New York area, all around the U.S. and now internationally as well. But you know, I know that you've got a great relationship with the, our local retailer there, and and I think that that's something that we're very prideful about, right? I mean, we have some fantastic partners in this business, and and we do rely heavily on and totally, really, on the independent distribution network, and they're they're you know the lifeblood of our business for sure in terms of getting our products into the hands of people like you. You're an independent business owner. You're local to your community. You're part of the community, and that's really what nearly every one of the places where you can buy Benjamin Moore paint are too, right? So if you could just talk a bit about that, I think that'd be really helpful. So our local retailer, our local vendor is uh, Aboffs. And, you know, I was shopping at a, at a different place. And after a while, I, I wasn't getting the service that I wanted. And I wanted to build a really good relationship. So I switched over to Aboffs. And from that point on, I, I really built a great relationship 
with them. And I think that that's very important to build a relationship with the person that the company that you're actually buying your materials from, from the the managers to the guys behind the counter. It, it's just something that I I cherish. I mean, they 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 do everything for me, and I love them to death. They are amazing day in and day out. If I call in an order, they're either delivering it for me or if they're mixing it and they're having it within 15 minutes. But on the flip side, I, I do take care of them. I, I do bring them lunch. I bring them breakfast. Uh, holiday time, I always take care of them uh, because they do a lot for me and they do a lot for my guys. They save a lot of time for us and they 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 are amazing. I know one of the things that one of your goals is to is to get the business kind of operating on its own as much as you can, right? So yeah. automate things where you can and, and really focus on growth and marketing. And that's tough. I mean, that transition is difficult to get, kind of get out of the day-to-day and into that. How's that part going and where do you think the challenges are and, and where have you found the ways to get past that? Because I feel like that's something that we hear a lot, right? I mean, I know, I know the, a lot of the folks that you mentioned before and all the other people that we know in this industry, they've either gone through it, they're going through it, or they're thinking about going through it, right? I mean, it's a goal that almost everybody has. So what can you share about how that's been for you, how that journey's going to try to get things kind of running, right, with, without you having your hands in it? And then where do you feel like you are on that path? And, and what do you think the, the biggest hill to climb is coming up? Well, I think uh, the most important thing is to be able to understand where you want to go. And in my experience in the last five years, I was able to pull myself out a lot of the business. but making sure that I delegated properly and making sure that I had, you know, systems and processes in place to allow myself to be able to pull out uh, little by little. I'm never, I'm never going to say, I mean, this is my baby. So this, I'm never going to say that I'm going to fully pull out of the business, but I always want to put, I'm like that guy that just needs to be involved all the time. But when you, when you're able to duplicate yourself, which it's very difficult to do, that's when I'm going to say, all right, this guy's taken over or this person is taken over. I'm going to have to say I'm probably 75% already that far in to it, but I definitely have the 25% that I'm still involved. I'm still doing my sales. I'm still doing marketing. I'm still checking on job sites. I'm still doing the administrative work, even though I have somebody that my secretary that works in the office with me. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. Uh, it's it's a goal that we're going to have for the next five years, but I, I I still need to find somebody to duplicate me. Yeah, that's hard, right? I mean, I, I think the reality is there is no other Benny. There's only one. So yeah. I think that's what most people end up running up against is you've got to sometimes, <laughs> it's good and bad, sometimes you find that the, the next best is, is kind of the next best. And I guess, you know, in some cases they're even better and that, that can happen too, right? Yeah, so is, mean, it a, is it a family business, Benny? I mean, what's the plan? I mean, are you thinking it's going to stay, you got you generations coming? What are, you, what are you thinking here, man? I got two boys, 10 and 13. I tell them all the time, this is probably not for you. Um, hey, listen, whatever they want to do, I, I, I will welcome them. But I always tell them that they have to start from the bottom, working their way up. It's not something that what I did from nothing to where I am today, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I've made great relationships. I'm going to continue to make great relationships. And that's where I see my kids. If they want to get into this, they have to start from the bottom to work their way up. You got to build a foundation, right? I mean, I think that's the 
And I'm sure they're watching, right? I mean, even if even they're not in training, they're in training because yeah. they're seeing it, right? You live it every day at home, at work. You're always at work, right? Yeah. It's, your, it's your baby, like you said. So in all those minutes when you're, you're at home, you're, it's kind of itching, right? It's in the back of your head and you're thinking about that as well. Yeah, especially when you're passionate about what you do. The business side, yeah, it's, it's nice to see dollar signs, but you know what? Are you really passionate about that dollar sign? Well, that's where I look at things and to say, that's why I'm so involved in my community. It's not about the recognition that we, we get. It's about what are you doing for the community and, and how passionate you are to be involved with my guys too. I mean, the culture that I have in this business is amazing. What I built in this company with all these guys is, is just nothing but respect. And it, it means a lot. It means a lot to them. It means a lot to me. And to know that we're doing quality work we're always going to be working. We're always going to be doing the right thing. The, the reviews are continuously coming in. We're up to 176 five-star reviews on Google. It's amazing. It's just amazing of what we built, but not just me. It's all of us. I don't just say I. Yes, I'm the leader, but at the end of the day, it's all of us. We're a team. We work together to make things better for everybody. One of the things that yeah, I was thinking about going into this, Benny, is... Every single one of us have stories that are, they're a little bit unbelievable in some cases, right? And I think that one of the kind of the moments of levity you try to bring to this is like, you know, what is it, man? What, what's that tale since 2011? There has to be something that has happened that you, that night you got home, or maybe it was the following morning at 3.30 when you woke up and you're like, I just can't, I, I don't believe that happened yesterday. I mean, what, what's that? I'm putting you on the spot. What's that day for you? I mean, if you could, can you think of one of those? Like, I, I just, I can't believe it. Yeah, I definitely can. I ended up walking on a job site. It was like midday and I see all my guys with cardboard and, and, and paper, t- like paper towels and some rags. And I'm like, what, what is going on? They dropped a five gallon bucket of ceiling paint and they were trying to clean it up because they knew I was coming. And then they were concerned about the the homeowner. But thankfully, with the level of preparation and, and everything that we put down before we put any type of materials on on the ground, we were we were able to soak it all up and get rid of it. Listen, accidents happen, but it was it, I, we actually have a picture of it of I actually took a step back. I took a snapshot. I'm like, this is this is going in the books forever. So, yeah, that was the five gallon bucket ceiling paint all over the place. Now that's some content, right? I mean, I think everybody can relate to that, right? Was, Whether it's... Well, I never posted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw it. I saw a, it wasn't a five, but I saw a single oil primer go out the back of a van Oof. onto a paver driveway one time. And that was, that was kind of one of ours. I pulled in right as that had happened. And the scramble that went on after that, we, we ended up getting our way out of it, but it was, it, it you, you're, shocked at how quickly you could move when yep. that's that's happened right in front of you. I think one of the things that I'm taking away from this, and I, everybody who hears this is going to, to a person, there's no question about it, is, is the thing that I've heard m- more than anything else is sort of your passion for the business, the community, the part of the community that your business is, that you are in, and how important it is for you to kind of be a part of that. And I think the broader community too, right? And that's our industry, the, the community that's out there of all these people who have found each other through this this magic of social media that we've got. And for, you know, there's certainly some cons, but there's so many pros in terms of how it's connected all of these people 
and what it means to our business and how quickly it's kind of elevating things, right? From years where it was, maybe it wasn't that glamorous. And I think these days it's become something that people are more willing to be prideful about. And I think that's, that's important, I think, all of us and certainly to you. So, Penny, I, I, before we say goodbye, just one, one question I have for you as we, as we kind of close here. I mean, if, if somebody's getting ready to start tomorrow, Right. They're they're They've had so they're they're in a they're in a corporate environment like I'm sitting in right now and they've just had it. Right. They they just close the laptop and they say, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go start my own thing. You got a crash course. You got 30 days. What would the 30 day crash course look like? How would somebody get themselves ready on the 31st day to jump into the business and have even a shot at being successful? Where would you send them? Oh, I would tell them first, don't do it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the best advice. Um, You know, reach out, reach out, do your research, join these local groups, get yourself involved in these local groups and make sure that you're passionate about what you want to do in the painting industry. My passion is to to finish product. I love the finished product. So if you, if that's what you want to do, it could be even interior design too as well. I mean, you have to have the eye for it. But if I was to tell them to to get through this within 30 days, just make sure you, you what you're up against, make sure you know what you want and make sure you, you have a vision of what your business is going to look like. Oh, I love that. Benny, thank you. Thanks for coming on today. Man. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to share my story. Oh, well, happy to have you, man. Enjoy those kids. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coverage. If you enjoyed this podcast from Benjamin Moore, be sure to subscribe and share it with other professional painters. Follow us on Instagram at Benjamin Moore Pro. DM us with questions, comments, or future topic suggestions. Let us know if you would be interested in being a guest. This is your podcast, and we want to hear from you. In the meantime, stay busy, and we'll see you on the next episode of Coverage.